Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. This episode of Sewing Out Loud is sponsored by The Confident Stitch. Go to SewHere.com slash confident to get 15% off knits all through the month of November 2018. That's SewHere.com slash confident. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm Zadie Donahue. And today we're going to talk to you a little bit about the Rhapsody pattern. Oh, I'm glad you told me because I forgot. You, I just I just told you. I know, but I and forgot. And then I just told you again. Zadie's distracted as usual. I come up here and I'm like, let's record a podcast. And she's making a Wonder Woman cape. She's sewing something. I'm uh, actually making a... A cape that can be worn with Wonder Woman or Captain America. I was going to say, is there like a... Uncle Sam or I, I'm making Uncle it... Uncle Sam cape. I, I think. I'm well, just right. making it patriotic. Okay, that sounds good. It can good. be worn on the 4th of July. Just 4th of July cape to catch on fire with your well, sparklers, yeah, right? But yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll talk about... <laughs> this who, will just melt. We'll talk this about is all polyester. We'll talk about who sets whose family on fire. <laughs> you um, know, that yeah. would... That might be a worthwhile tangent to go on. It's pre- that's pretty entertaining. Yeah, story. it's pretty entertaining. Okay, uh, we're going to wax rhapsodic about the rhapsody pattern. You spell that R H A P S O T E E. It's supposed to be a really well fitting T shirt, right? When uh-huh. you follow our instructions. So, the rhapsody is in the spirit of the floozy doozies. We've drafted out several sizes of our pattern. And then included several landmarks on the pattern that have body measurements on it, right? Yes. So we were trying to create a t-shirt pattern and drafting guide that allowed people of all different shapes and sizes to get a well-fitting t-shirt. Yes. And what's one of the biggest problems we see in t-shirt land? Like, with people. I think it's shoulder width. Shoulder, yes, yes. yes. Is, is that the right answer? I think that's right, okay. especially, well... So, what ha- well, what happens right. is, in order to fit our circumference a lot of times, when we're purchasing a t-shirt, right, uh-huh. um, ready to wear, the the shoulders will wind up wide, too wide. Well, yeah, I mean, they I, can. I, I, I would, uh, you know, if, if or if our circumference is... What? What I was going to say is okay. it's the, the problem is not just back width. <laughs> it's, yes. it's, it's 
bust or chest circumference right. in relation to shoulder width. Well, right. It's width. the circumference yeah. in relation to where the shoulders are placed. Yeah, like where that proportion yes. goes. So, you know, um, I use a pattern drafting book as a reference when drafting these patterns. And a lot of people talk about it in the group. It's called Metric Pattern Cutting for Women uh, by Winifred Aldrich. And it is like a textbook. Right. You know, it's published by Wiley, which is like a textbook, you know, publisher. And it is just so interesting to look at how these patterns are drafted. Um. <laughs> like, they're, it's kind you know, it's arbitrary. They, they, they sort of... Yeah. Yeah, you know, they measure people and like a pool of people. And then yep. they decide like, okay, most people's waist is 11 inches below their, you know, an adult's waist person you know their waist is 11 inches below their arm's eye or something which is not always true well and you know we came across that bodysuit pattern in the book remember and some parts so a bodysuit when i'm talking like a leotard sort of looking thing thing. you know yeah Mm -hmm. it was like an undergarment and i was kind of looking at it for reference for underwear and stuff and like a lot of the you know the panty part of it was drafted based on like bust measurements it was like right. a third of the bust measurement da 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 right and i'm like wow well i know for sure that a lot of people's bust measurements do not proportionally correspond to well, their you know yeah. crotch area their I, w- I was actually i'm, I'm getting zone. ready to, to make myself some more leotards because <laughs> yeah. i'm wearing mine out and i was i actually just was kind of looking online i don't know if it was pinterest or what but I went to their sizing chart. Mm -hmm. In the hips, I wear an extra small. Yeah. And in the top, I wear a large. There you go. So I have no idea what I would order, honestly, Uh from these people. I guess I guess you would order a medium and hope like going across the size. Yes. Yes. I go from one extreme to to the other. Well, and I I just saw. Now, that's a stretch fabric, so, sure. you know, you, you have a lot of leeway, but still. I just saw an article from another sewing blog, and it was like, hey, do you make your T-shirts or not? You know, and, and there, it wasn't like an argument uh, that they were putting forth, but it was sort of like the topic of their blog post. They were right. saying, some people say, I don't really need subtlety of fit in a T-shirt, and they're so cheap that I just buy mine. Right. Or I love the subtlety of fit I can get in a self-sewn T-shirt. So, you know. Well, and some retail T-shirts fit some body some shapes better. Differently. Or yeah. sometimes you can find a brand and you're like, you know, this fits me pretty well. Mm-hmm. I think I'll come back here and buy some more plain old T-shirts. Right. Like, you know, especially if you feel like it's a good value for you and you don't have to make them or, you know, sometimes even it's like a color or something. You can't find the fabric sure. that you want. So I thought that was interesting. And when writing, like, the instructions for the Rhapsody and doing – we've done some live videos, which we'll link to. I have actually – I put those all in a blog post. Right. They're on YouTube. I actually have done this already, Sam. The blog post is there. You can just link to it. I promise. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, T-shirts are normally drafted. And the the T-shirt block in this book, in this uh, – Metric Pattern Cutting for Women book, it's drafted from the bust down. So you get – you know, a bust measurement, and really everything kind of comes from that bust measurement. The 
the arm sigh. Right. The, the shoulder. You know, that upper part comes from the bust measurement. Right. And then the lower part, you know, it just goes straight down. Right. And it's shaped like a T. Right. right. That's where T-shirts came from. Right. right? That, that's And, you know, that's become almost a misnomer. Yes. Because we refer to anything that's sort of a knit shirt. Yeah. That has, you know, maybe that's... I mean, knit, really, almost any yeah, knit, almost top, knit top. Everybody's saying this as a T-shirt, uh huh. You know, and and they're not. Yeah, not anymore. And we kind of don't have. I mean, yeah, I don't know if we have another word. Of I course, mean, when I think of, I mean, a true to form T-shirt would be like a man's, you know, a traditional man's undershirt. white undershirt that yes. you buy. Yeah, right? and normally, well, like you just said, so a lot of traditional where where the T-shirt came from, right? It was an undergarment. So right. it, it was really close fitting. Right. And, you know, me personally, I don't want a T-shirt that I wear as an outer garment, like as my just, you know. Right. Like what I'm wearing right now or what I would like go out into town with or whatever. I don't want it to be like super duper skin tight. Right. There are different degrees of tightness that I like for different times like in my life like right right clothing. like if you're working out you might want it a little bit tighter or you something, know and everybody closer has, to your skin whatever everybody has different preferences and for sure some people wear t-shirts very form-fitting yes and then and they like that but a, an undergarment you might not be so worried about the subtlety of fit right? right because there's gonna be something else over it it's right. sort of there to protect your clothes right. from or an sweat. extra layer of warmth or yeah, something yeah uh so anyway that's where, you know, the T-shirt came from. That's why they're drafted this way. And then that also can explain to us why a lot of times people are dissatisfied with the fit of a T-shirt right. when they put it on. Because right. they're not, the, they as a person are not shaped like a T. Well, and the other thing is, is when you say falling from the bust, if, if that's the largest measure, or, yeah, you know, that's yeah. the largest measurement of the shirt, mm-hmm. maybe. Then when it gets around your hips, even if your hips don't even have to be bigger, but you need some ease there that maybe isn't in there. Maybe it's just too straight. Well, because like your hips right. are a different part. Of, well, duh, they're a different part of your body than your bust. They twist. You twist. Right. You move. There's movement. Might not right. like settle down the way you want it or to. Or somebody might not like that boxy look. They might want it to, you know, go in a little bit at the waist. So a t-shirt really only has one or two places for you to sort of adjust the fit in that body area, right? Like the two side seams right, or where you can sort of get the fit. Right. So this is why it's not a tailored garment. You That's know, right. uh, if you were to even make a knit garment at, with princess seams, you'd have more right. opportunities for fit. Right. So, you know, I think that there are some body shapes where – like, if you – say you're super-duper hourglass. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you want, like, a really super close fit to uh-huh. your body. I think it might benefit you to use something that's got some more seaming in it, like, than a normal T-shirt. Right. If you really want a yeah. clo- something close And that's what you do for your leotards, don't you? I do. You I do. I like princess seams in my leotard. Um, in fact, I even – think that i'm i'm on my way to a redraft because i think i need more bust room than i've given myself yeah and actually i think that's kind of one of yeah. our next things that we want to look at is doing a princess uh-huh. draft your own blah blah mm-hmm. you know pattern okay but back to the rhapsody so we've given what we what we've done here is we have you choose the top half the top third of your shirt maybe right. um above the bust uh and chest area isn't it basically like the base of the arm's eye up? Yes. The base yes. of the arm's eye and up is 
based on your <laughs> back width measurement. And this is this is something that we really try to make clear, like how to measure it. Everyone's body is different. You know, as we always say, your first garment is your test garment. Right. You know, but up there, we don't want any negative or positive ease. Right. We're just going straight across the back. Like if you just laid fabric on your back, it would be the perfect right. width. And so how we tell you to measure, how do we tell you to measure, Mom? Well, you had me put two like six inch rulers, six inch wide rulers. Yeah, like quilting like rulers. Like quilting rulers, like a grid ruler. And you had me put one under each arm's eye. Uh-huh. Right? Under my arm what's that called? It's not an armpit. Um, your antecubital space. Oh no, your that uh your um I've totally forgotten. Now you make now you <laughs> antecubitals at your elbow. Um your axillary. It's it's your this is your axilla. Yes what you made axilla. us call it. Okay, under my axilla. This is your axilla. Yeah. <laughs> Like Attila, only Axilla. Okay, there we go. Um, so you you get your Attila rulers. No, you, you get you get your axillary axil, your axillary spacers. I don't okay, know. Yeah, okay, right. So you get these rulers, put them under your arms, put your arms down, uh-huh. and and they should be you know under your arms. Now you could do this with a thin book, um, something yeah, else magazine. like that. Magazine would be good. You don't want something too wide that makes no. you. Arm kind of no. go out too and you far. don't and you don't want to have to like clinch the yeah you, you don't hold the heck out of it either you want to stand up like kind of at ease right like erect but at ease so that you're not pinching your shoulder blades right. together or hunching forward right we just want that you know nice very neutral back there right. and so right. you measure between those two points so yeah the the rulers you know depending on how you're holding them they could kind of flare right so you want these like absolutely perpendicular you know to the floor and to your body yeah so that you can measure between those two points and i must say okay the the illustration in the instructions is very good i have to say something that (laughs) i thought was like kind of weird like i was listening to somebody thing on tv and the woman somebody said this was like a home improvement show and they said so, um, how do you decide which way to lay planks in your floor? Yeah. Right? And she said, horizontally, as when you come in the room. And I'm like, huh? Yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, like, well, they'll be on the horizon. It's like, what direction is the plank? To me, you would have to say perpendicular, right, to... Like, no, do you understand what I'm Jerry, saying? okay. Horizontal doesn't make well, sense to me. I in mean, that, you would that. hope they'd be horizontal, too, when you walk in. Well, yeah. Vertical. I mean, horizontal, everyone, refers to horizon, right. which means, like, you know, it's parallel to the floor. So what to... my, my dad taught me is that you lay them according to how the light comes into the room. Right. Like, parallel to that longest, Usually you know, it's the long. I, I usually, longest... we have almost always laying it, lay it parallel to the length of the floor, right. the longest the length. Long way. Right. But when she said the horizon, I was like, what, what are you, what are you? And if you think that we haven't laid more than like 20 floors, you're wrong. We have laid <laughs> so <Yeah>. many floors. <laughs> laid a lot of floors. We're standing on one right now. Uh, well, <laughs> let's see. I'm almost 66 years old and I think I laid my first floor when I was about 17. Yeah. So, there, no, there lots we go. of floors. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, yes. I just thought it was weird. I thought it was a poor description. Yeah, and the way you because horizon or horizontal is is not a reference 
yeah, uh, yeah, I to agree. a flat floor. I, I don't believe. I just thought it was kind of weird. Yeah, no, I, I would, I would agree with you. But also, if you think that you'd lay them vertically, <laughs> I, be, I don't. That'd you be know. wall paneling. <laughs> I think it has to be like parallel or perpendicular yes, yes. to the doorway. Okay. That would be what I would say. So, yeah, good point. So I think the way that you say that, though, that the ruler should be like perpendicular to the body and the and um, Right. You want everything at a right angle. Yes, you don't yes. want things tilting or, or, mm-hmm. or going in or going out or flipping in but or flipping out. But what you out. really are measuring is the space between those two rulers at right. the point where they touch your body. Right. Okay. So that's important. If you measure wrong the first time. You know, you'll be able to see that. Well, and honestly, <laughs> as as little as two centimeters or an inch can make a big difference. It can. What this defines is because it's defining the whole top. And what what why I did this was, I think the biggest problem people have when they try to follow a drafting tutorial for a T-shirt is drafting the arm side and sleeve cap. Okay. So I yeah. I wanted to make it so that that part was taken care of for right. people. Now. I'm going to probably say this a few times in our sewing lives and over the years, but knit sleeves are super forgiving to put in and to, to draft. To put in, yes. And, you know, but they're not particularly... But you can screw but it But they up. don't particularly look all right if they're in the wrong place. Yeah, so so I wanted just to, to draft those for people um, and have that put in place. So that does define your arm size. Um, it does define the neck width as well. Um and you can change that though. Now, neck width can always be changed, and neck, absolutely, the, you know, and the depth of your, you know, neckline, neck, your neckline, all of that can always be changed. What will be on the rhapsody will be sort of the minimum, right? Of you know how big the neck hole needs to be, right? Um, and if for some reason you have like a really slender neck or something, a compared, really big head, a lot of whatever, people have really you know? big heads. <laughs> You know, I have like a little head. Some people have really big heads. You know heads. who has a little head? Lindsay. Yeah, Lindsay has a little head. Yeah, okay. So anyway, that that's all defined. And the reason we did that, it's all shaded in on the pattern when you get it, um, is because I wanted that arm size and I wanted that Because that is cap. definitely people's challenge. Yes, done. You can get this pattern at sewhere.com slash patterns. Okay, so <laughs> then we move on. Get this, everybody. We skip a bust point. That's right. When we're drafting. Okay, and we go to the waist. So you measure your waist, and then you find your point on right. the pattern. Now, we drafted this waist with 10% ease. Right. It's positive ease. Okay, everybody. And that's not very ease. much. It's not a ton. Nope. It's not everyone's preference, but right. I think starting there is a well, good thing. And I reiterate from what I have said in the past the first time you make a garment, it is your muslin, right? Yeah. Or your trial garment. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's going to be perfect. It means, oh, yeah, this does fit snug here. Or, oh, this fits perfect here. Or what, you know, what? that's why we suggest you trace when we're on Team Trace. Oh, you have to trace And this, this one, actually, you, you have, have to trace. To. Yeah. Or I guess you could not, but well, that would be Well, so but dra- you, you draft. <laughs> you're drafting, yeah. What you're, you're doing is you're laying down tracing paper over this. So what you have, very similar if you've had the floozy doozy uh, pattern, is you have these templates that are laid out like in nested. succession. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're laying down and you're deciding which which template, which area of which template is best for your, your body. And I just want to say, okay, so next you choose the hip. Right. All right. And then before we go on to the bust, I want to say that this pattern's drafted for knit fabrics. And, like, 
what does knit fabric mean these days, right? Well, like true. there are so many knits out there. It's unreal with yeah, different percentages. I have of somebody out there going to purchase some fabric right now for what he thinks. I'm scared he's getting the wrong thing, and I've just chucked blue in the face about it. But well, you know. well, I guess what I want to say right. is a few people have already made a couple of rhapsodies, and they right. were like, "Oh, well, out of this fabric." I didn't have to take anything up, but out of this run. Right. Okay, I want to tell everyone, when I'm making any garment, I'm, like, constantly trying it on. Right. And there might be some fabrics where I'm going to go slimmer. Yes. Or not, depending right. on my preference. So right. just so you know, um, that's something that you might do. Well, you want to do it with everything you make. Right. Uh, so, like, say you get your Rhapsody and you start putting it together. You got the shoulder seams. You right. got the side seams. I'd go ahead and try it on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I would, absolutely. I would try it on. Um, actually, a lot of times I do the shoulder seams and, and then I, I kind of slap it over myself like it's an apron it's or something. Going. Right, and say, are these going to be okay? Uh-huh. You because know. I'm, wearing, I'm wearing a crushed velvet, like velour from L.A. Finch Fabrics right, right. now in the t-shirt. And it's if it's really nice, actually. Yes. And then I use this cotton spandex of unknown origin and it's fitting. Did it get tight on you? No, actually, oh. for some reason, it's much boxier. Oh, how funny! It's kind yeah. of stiff. I would have, I would have thought, oh, it's boxier. It's, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I completely understand. But the, yeah, on that one, I'm actually going to end up slimming it up a little uh-huh. bit. So this is when you're working with knits. You know, sometimes they can be so forgiving, but also just let yourself know it's it's okay. You know, well, you can mess with it. You know. I, I I would imagine this has happened to people too, where they go into a retail store, yeah, and they buy a T-shirt and they buy a medium, and they loved it, right? Mm-hmm. And they bought a yellow T-shirt, and now they're like, well, maybe I need a green and a pink one too. Mm-hmm. And they go back and they buy the same size, and guess what? Doesn't fit. Does doesn't fit quite the same. <laughs> and there's just so many factors in there. Sure, like. It wasn't cut the same day as the other one. It might not have even been cut in the same factory. It was sewn by someone different. You know, the dyes uh, react differently on on things. Now, most of the time, it's going to be pretty close. Right. But sometimes you'll go, why is this medium so much bigger than my other medium? Or it was like at the bottom of the stack when they were cut and at the top. So uh, anyway, the the waist and the hips on the Rhapsody, when you find your – hip measurement, and you find your waist measurement on the drafting guide, it has 10% ease to it. So let's take a break, and let's come back and go back to the all-important um, chest and bust measurement that can sometimes make or break the fit of a t-shirt. This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by The Confident Stitch. You can shop fabulous fabrics, useful notions, and a wide range of indie patterns that you don't have to tape together at their brick-and-mortar store in Missoula, Montana, or online at their easy-to-use website. The Confident Stitch has everything a modern garment stitcher could want, and a staff who understands why we love to make our own clothes. Through the end of November 2018, all knit fabrics from the Confident Stitch are 15% off. No code necessary. Go to sewhere.com slash confident to start browsing their collection of knits. You'll find art gallery fabrics, linen, wool, organic soy blends, and even some knits without spandex for you natural fiber purist. 
Their organic soy cotton spandex blend is perfect for t-shirts, and I'm also super intrigued by their wool rayon blend knits for cozy cardigans. Remember, go to sewhere.com confident during the month of November 2018 to get 15% off fabulous knits at the Confident Stitch. You'll be as delighted as we were to discover this excellent resource for high-quality sewing supplies. And if you're local to Missoula, Montana, stop in for a visit. Thanks, Confident Stitch. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. All right, this was the most challenging part of the Rhapsody to systematize. Is that the word? <laughs> I have no idea, but so there you go. If mom were to come to your house, if CD <laughs> were to come to your house, she'd draft you a t-shirt pattern and she'd be like, you need a boob bump. And That's she'd right. She'd be like, you don't need a boob bump. And right. she just has this way of like knowing, you know, and... Uh, or you might know you need a boob. You might know you need a boob bump because when you buy T-shirts and you at retail and you or even even if you've made a T-shirt out of a pattern, and it seems like it fit, you know, up in the shoulders and maybe even up in the higher, you know, part of your your chest and your back. And then it got to your boobs and it just like pulled and there were all these lines yeah. and, you know, it was just too tight. And then it wound up too tight across your back. But yet then, you know, you go down and it's okay in the waist, right? And it's okay in the hips. So it's only snug around your boobs. Right. So a lot of this, I would say, or your is chest. probably one of the biggest problems that come you know, that happened with T-shirts because of their lack of subtlety of fit. Right. And I right? even have T-shirts that look okay on my back. Yeah. But then I have all the pulls and folds Across in the, the front. Uh-huh. Yeah. So boob bump um, is something that we would add to a T-shirt. and But to, to systematize this or to put it out on paper, we were sort of – we were really – struggling on how to tell people whether or not they needed a boob bump. Do we base it on band size? Right. Do we base it on the overbust? Da, 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 da. So anyway, um, what we did was we plotted the points. It's and when a, she says band size, she's referring to bra. Bra band, yeah. So what we did was we included the bust measurement, of course, and it's got 10% negative ease. Right. Okay. So that's where that is. So then you're going to plot your bust point after you have a side seam right now. Right. Okay? You've plotted your arm side. You've plot. You have a whole t-shirt actually. Yes. You know, without yes. sleeves. You've got. You have your, a t-shirt without a boob bump. Yeah, and you and no sleeve yet. We haven't right. done the sleeve. So neckline, shoulder seam, arm side, side seam, 
and your hem is there, you know. Uh, but now you get to determine whether or not you get a boob bump, and this is a great starting place. Once again, this can be different on different fabrics. You have a frame where you're, you have bust projection that you need a boob bump like on every fabric. Oh, yeah. You know? Right. I think there are some people who might sometimes be able to get away without one. Sometimes on they don't need one on a fabrics. t-shirt because they have yeah. that stretchy fabric. That's right. Um. So plotting that shows you that if your bust measurement lies outside that side seam, right. you get to make yourself a little bump. So what does the boob bump do, Mom? It acts as a dart. Yeah. It gives you more fabric in the chest area or in the breast area. It acts as a dart. That's all it does. You're you're cutting out more fabric, and then what happens is you're actually easing it in. It's the same as a dart. In fact, if you really wanted to, you could fold it over and make it yeah, a dart. Yeah, you can make it a dart. You know, because what happens is the boot bump only goes on the front. That's right, only the front. So then you have your boob bump, which there are instructions on how to do this right. pattern. Because you most people don't want boobs on their back. No, no. Um, but you get this boob bump on the front, and you ease it in. That's right. So there's more fabric on the front and it gets yes. eased in now like you said if you wanted to make it a dart that dart would get folded right you would have the volume remaining in the front right and that extra fabric gets taken up in a fold but since That's we're right. dealing with a knit yeah I, I don't actually I don't want I don't want a dart yeah I, I'm trying not to have a dart and I'm gonna right. mention Jay we're just gonna call her Jay okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Jay <laughs> from Australia <laughs> Jay hey Jay um, <laughs> Jay has extreme an extreme bust projection. Yeah, she has big, big bosoms, and she's <laughs> and she's not that you know she's not that big around. And, and then she has all of this bust tissue. I'm laughing because we've had conversations. She knows who we're talking about in the group and yeah. everything. And we told her we we're like we were thinking of you. We right. were trying. We to talk about you all the time. This. Yes, right. You know because we try to think of people who right. have issues with like normal, you know, sizing right. and patterns or stuff. And so anyway, she's in on the joke or in on the. It's not a joke, but whatever. Anyway, well, she, sometimes it feels like a joke, it, doesn't it, doesn't Jay? It? <laughs> yeah, you're like. What yep, is this? Yep. What why, is going why, on here? Right? At, what, are, what are these doing here? <laughs> so Jay, I believe, had like a 50-inch bust uh-huh. compared to, I believe, I thought her waist maybe was similar to mine in the 37 to 40. Yeah. I'm, I'm like a 36 Well, and she's a smaller band size. Yeah, like yeah, she's exactly. Not, yeah. So. Yeah, her back. Point her being. Her back is small, <laughs> you know, compared yeah. to what the tissue is out front. Point being. This is the exact type of person who needs some fitting subtlety in a t-shirt. Right. And the Rhapsody actually worked for right. her. What you will know? happen with someone like her is if they, you know, have a pattern and they they fit the pattern to their bust, they wind up with all of this extra shoulder. Yeah, they, and I'm talking about length. I'm talking about oh, everything. Yeah. Length, yeah. width, everything. You know, and then she winds up, too, with probably a lot of fabric below that she doesn't need. I mean, what this is, is it's an FBA. I mean, she's top-heavy. Yeah, yeah. What, that's, what, that's what we used what to always the, call it, top-heavy. What the boob bump is, is it's a full bust adjustment. In fact, she couldn't be a top. She would not spin well. She wouldn't fly. She, no, she would go an, over. An acro? Yeah. Uh, yeah. She would, she would, oh, no, no, I didn't <laughs> oh, mean Oh, you that. mean like a I spinning top? I meant like top? a spinning top. Oh, okay. she would She would wobble, yes, probably. Yes. So, uh, anyway, yeah, it worked for her. So the reason I brought up the inches and like the actual size is because, you know, 
big busted or you know, needing an FBA, it's not only defined by the size of your bust. You could never mm-hmm. say, oh, you have a 50-inch bust. You're always going to need an right. FBA. Nope. That has nothing to do with it. It has, it has to, do to do with, do with proportion. proportion. Right. right. So, um, you know, if you have a 50-inch bust, but then you have a 45-inch waist, right. you might not need it because that's only a 5-inch difference between bust and waist. Right. You know, maybe, I'm, you know, whatever. So just keep that in mind. You know, measure look you might be closer to one of the quote-unquote straight sizes you know or whatever you know i just i just made a bunch of really close fitting costumes and it was i was included in that and there was two other people and what was so funny to me is after i took their measurements and thought about them well Uh i'm taking them i don't really think about them that much i guess you know and i got it home and i'm like oh i'm so much tinier here and so much bigger here, and like you are sampling. Everybody was yeah. different. Everybody yeah. was so different. I find that yeah, very interesting yeah, too. And it was, and I was like, when I look at them, that's not the perception I get. It's kind of funny. Oh, I want to talk about yeah. Sam's boobs a little bit. Yeah. So Sam, um, Sam's pretty full busted. Like you know, when she made the uh, cashmere pattern. Uh huh. She did. I think she chose like a larger cup size and was good. Uh-huh. So that was nice, right. you know, that that is included in those cashmere patterns. Um, but according to her measurements, she didn't need she a boob. She didn't need bump. a bum. Okay. But Sam's boobs are also very high up uh-huh. on her body. Like, I've got a friend, and it's like her nipple is almost like where my belly button is. She just has like a long space here from like her high shoulder point down no, to No, everybody's different, right. Yeah, she's just a long well, body there. I, and Sam's I, are yeah. very high up on her body. I, I think Kim just posted a bra and uh-huh. she said something, um, some people got to talking, I don't know if she said it, but people were talking about how I always have to take my bra straps up, up right? Uh-huh. And I do too. Yeah. Like... You know, what retail makes my cup, they it's think I have more of a space between my shoulder well, and Well, I remember yeah. my friend with the that long space there. Right. Like, going bra shopping with her and being like, oh, my God, like, I have to loosen these all the way. Right, to get right, the right, right, right. Like, she needs it all. That's why they make those yeah. adjustable straps. Exactly. Yeah. So, anyway, Sam's boobs real high up on her chest. So, she made her shirt without the boob bump. It actually looked really nice. Right. She started to move around a little bit and started, started to get hung up uh-huh. so on her you know high chest and so anyway this is where that muslin or that test garment right. comes in comes in um okay sam's gonna include a bit of a boob she's gonna do a little bit one. of one yeah so it wasn't like not so tight or anything right. like that but and and this is in the instructions as well right and, and so anyway that boob bump though don't be afraid to do it right uh don't be afraid to take it out i, I you think know? i think you know what we probably would like to be clear about is if you get the t-shirt to fit in the upper body yeah. in the shoulders above the boob that's usually where the big issues are it's really a great starting point yes if you get it to to fit there you can start a go any place from there yeah. it's it's almost like that's where the foundation of the shirt is mm-hmm. and you know if you have um, shoulder seams, seams that are hanging down off of your shoulders and arms, eyes that are, you know, Way gaping yeah. and all this. That's what you're unhappy with. And you're just going to really, it's hard to alter from there a lot, especially right. when an arm eye 
it's hard when you cut out, let's say you cut out like a size 8. Right. You can't then cut out the size 6 or 10 right. from that. The arm size is in such a different place in relation right. to all that. that. The smaller one, okay, you've cut and away And then too you much wind fabric. up with a, with a sleeve that's ill-fitting. It yeah. just keeps going. So getting that fit up there, I think, yes, is very important. Now yeah. the sleeve, or do you want to say something mm-hmm. before well, you Well, I guess, you know... There are there are instances, okay, where people need to think in a realistic manner too. If you have a pregnant belly, yeah, you may need a belly bump. Well, that's a great, okay. You that's might a great not point. need it. Be, or you know, there are people who have had um, renal transplants mm-hmm. and they're on medications, steroids. So not only do they have a kidney in their belly, but they're on medications that make them sort of retain, you know, fluid and and wait in that area. You may need a belly bump. I didn't include that in the instructions. Right. Maybe that should be included or put in a blog post. But I was going to say, right. if you do have a, you know, a belly right. that is got a lot of projection, right. like that, more than the fabric say would allow, or yeah. your, or the specific measurement would allow. I think that that's. I think that's a great point. And right. just like if you see a maternity top in the store, they'll have the ruching. I mean, right. ruching is kind of like. It's extra dark. It's extra, yeah, well, it's extra fabric. You know, when I was pregnant, most things were made out of, preg- pregnancy things were made out of uh, wovens. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a pleat in everything or yeah. a gather in everything. And a pleat in a gather, everybody, is a dart. Yep, it's a way to you add know, It's a way to, to add volume. So, you know, I could, and, you know, a lot of times they would put a pleat because then you could, it could grow, grow with you. Grow right, with you, yeah. right, right. Yeah. They all had a big bow at the neck, too. <laughs> Oh, man, it was bad. <laughs> hey, you know, when you get to the end there, I remember thinking, I'd dress in a tent. Like, I, it's fine. <laughs> no, there's nothing. I, I don't remember put... I remember wearing a tent. That's, I, I, I had, like, two sundresses that I would, one would go in the wash and I'd have the other one on. You know, that was it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, yes, I think that's a really good point. Also, maybe before we move on to the sleeve, I think we, we talk about this issue of overfitting a lot. Right. You know, you need to think about what you want the T-shirt to look like on right. you and also what it looks like when you're moving, okay? Yes. So, you know, you can stand real straight and pretty in front of a mirror. Uh-huh. And um, it doesn't always stay or look like that later. And I have had that happen when I've seen a picture of myself. Yeah. I, I went, get... oh, I look great when I stand straight, but look what happens if so I slouch me... or bend. Yeah, let me talk about the flip side of that. Right. So I've done that before. I've fitted the shirt to me. And I'm like, oh, okay, it looks really good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but uh, the shirt I'm wearing right now, if I just stand straight up, it looks a little boxy. Uh-huh. But if I move around and stuff, right. it like settles back down over my I my right. belly, over my hips, over my butt. Right. I'm really happy with that. Well, and you're it looks you're good also, while I'm sitting down. You know, your daily activities are also lifting children and oh things my God, like that. And my kids are pulling on the necklines, yep, pulling my t-shirts on your clothes. are bad. Nothing has made me more angry at them than <laughs> when they pull on my self sewn clothing. I'm like, dude, stop it. I made this for myself. Throw, Leave it you alone. can throw your food on the floor all you want, but don't, you know, don't touch your mother. Headline. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, that I had to get a so, little. And, and I have seen people show us 
yeah. in, in illustration, you know, on the Facebook page. Yeah. Well, oh, look, here this, and I can even almost say they're going to be happy, unhappy with it later. Yeah, they could be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and pre-wash that knit. If you want a form-fitting, you better pre-wash it, and you better, I put it in the dryer hotter than what I planned That's on. That's what I do. Yes. Um, because I'm really bad at laundry, okay? Right. We all know this. But I had to kind of get a little comfortable with, when I stand straight in the mirror and look at this, it's fitting me in the shoulders, and when it skims over my body it doesn't look like i am a curvaceous victoria's secret model because surprise i'm not and i'm Uh, not saying i want to be real clear about this too because we've had this discussion in the group a couple times i'm not saying that everybody wants to look like a curvaceous victoria's secret model but it is kind of this you know image i think that's been burned in my mind by the media and i kind of always i'm like oh i wish i had a flat tummy and a smaller waist and all that jazz and really what i've had to do well, it's had to, the only pictures you see yeah i've had yeah. to back up and be like you know no that's not how i get happy with my body oh and my mom was always so beautiful and yeah that she, was yeah. it <laughs> That was it. I think it was because I had this perfect body she yeah, had to watch, it's, it's right? Just, it's just because that must have been a perfect body. That yeah. must have been it. <laughs> anyway, and, yeah. I, I kind of had to get over sort of what I thought I should look like and then what how I'm comfortable and how right. I actually want to look. And that's all something you got to kind of like come to personally, you know? So I hope everybody I think if, can you get know, there. And I think, I think you're really hitting it there. It's not what you should look like. Yeah. Sometimes it's not even what you want to look like, but what you're comfortable with sort of in the long run. Yeah, like I would be upset like, like if, you said. Like I wouldn't mind looking like, you know, what's her name, Giselle or whatever. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. mind looking like that. It's just not going to happen. And, you know. I would be upset, and I don't think this is wrong of me to be upset if, like, somebody took a picture of me and my shirt was, like, super tight around you know, parts of my body that I didn't want it to be tied around. Like, I don't think there's any shame or that it's bad that I'm like, oh, I wish my shirt, you know, skimmed Well, when I see those pictures, I go, oh, I need to alter that pattern. Yeah. That's what I say. It's okay. I don't don't like it that way. And it may have even been something I got a compliment on, but I don't like the way it looks. Right, right. Now, and then I have also seen people just rocking, you know, stuff that I can't rock. So, you know, or that I'm not comfortable rocking. I see people wear clothes that are tight that I don't know how I would do it. I think everybody has... Like, I don't like... I'm uncomfortable with something that's skin, 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 skin tight. I think everybody, though... But haven't you seen people and they look really good? Like, and they look like they like it? I think we've talked about the news anchors who sometimes... I feel like they look sort of, like, uncomfortable. Like they can't move. They have to be at attention. But maybe it's because, like, their mic pack is in a funny place. Well, that might be true, too. (laughs) So, anyway, you can wear your clothes as tight as you want. You know, more than as loose as you want to. Yep. And this T-shirt, it's got that 10% ease in the waist and the hips because you could always take it up a little bit if you want to. And like I said, in that one fabric, I'm going to be taking mine up because it right. looks really weird. Um, <laughs> it does not look as good as this wonderful uh, crushed velour from L.A. Finch. So anyway, you're going to be working with your um, – you're going to be psychoanalyzing yourself as you fit your T-shirt as well. Okay. Moving on to the sleeve. <laughs> the sleeve cap is drafted for you already. Um, but what you do get to do on the sleeve is there are instructions and uh, drafting instructions for a bicep bump. Right. If you need it. Right. Just like a boob bump. Mm-hmm. Now, we did make the bicep, I believe it's got a bit of negative ease. 
It doesn't have positive ease. I believe it does, too. And the bicep bump also goes on the front and the back. Am I correct? Yes, it's on yeah. both sides of the sleeve. And a few people who said they've needed that mm-hmm. have been like, oh, my God, this is this is great. Wonderful. You know? right. and that makes me really happy because that is a place – you know, when you start to think about it, sometimes I sometimes proportions can serve us well, like rules or these sample right. sizing pools. Sometimes they can serve us well in drafting. And then sometimes I'm like, man, there are all sorts of different boobs and all sorts of different arms and all right. sorts of different whatevers, you know. So bottom line, you know, you measure right. and you plot. That's you, right. You know, so, you know, a few people, there was a woman who I was working with and she actually had, her volume was not up around like the bicep it's closer to the elbow Uh where she had um larger volume than her t-shirts were allowing for and i was like okay so we would measure from the shoulder right down to where that volume is boom right and plot that point and that would just allow the fabric to you know go over there nicely so anyway that's and i will tell you my sleeve i usually have to slim up yeah but not at the cap are not at right un- right where it meets. It sort of has a curve there. Did you have to slim yours up on this? I don't remember. I think I did just a little did bit. Did you a mm-hmm. little bit? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can I couldn't remember. Um I think well, I think I actually measured before I actually cut it out and I very little if I remember right. And this is the cool thing about knit. It has it right? Yeah. I think the one reason it was I didn't have to slenderize it as much is because it was the right arm size. Yeah, the right you know. arm size, and we do have you plot a wrist right. point too. Right. Um, and I, the other thing that I thought was interesting as we plotted this pattern out was um, deciding the amounts of ease, and those are disclosed in the pattern, I believe, um, throughout. And definitely things you you have to think about. You may you might want to change. Yeah, it's so. I didn't have to change anything. The wrist actually has positive ease. You know, Uh at first I was like, oh, well, will it have any ease? I was like, oh, no, we don't want like, I mean, a rash guard. And I have a tiny, tiny, I have a tiny wrist. So it was just interesting to, you know, decide all that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think this can give people an understanding of how they can include sort of tailoring and fit into the other thing that that this type of pattern does for you. It's this quasi drafting. You know, you've got a pattern and you have to draft some things. It lets you learn about your body. I think so, too. Yeah, I think it really ma- – a lot of people respond with this, oh, now it makes sense. Oh, now I know. Oh, no wonder those other things didn't fit me. Uh-huh. You know, it, and it's – I hear relief in a lot of people's, you know, post. Yeah, yeah. No, it's really exciting. And, right. Um, a few people have said, "I this isn't as tight as I want it to be, so they'll tighten it right. up. And then I'm thinking about um, Mary, who's been posting her Rhapsodies and – they look just perfect on her. Uh-huh. I don't think she's had to slim it up. I'm sure she'll let us know. So it, it's just different bodies, different right. um, distributions of fat and muscle, different preferences. And, yeah, it's just very exciting to see right. people. And I want to let people know this is a little it's a little confusing, so I'll let people know how you can get this pattern. Oh, yeah, okay. So if you are a member of SewHere.com, um, if you are a straight stitch member, the big copy shop file or the tiled, you know, tape together 
PDF file of the Rhapsody Pattern and Drafting it's Guide. Printed on out on your eight and a half by eleven pages. Or your A four pages, your international A4 people. Pages, I did right. it. I did Sorry. it. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't tell people I did that. Um, so if you're a straight stitch member, that guide is available to you and then there are the videos that we've done and you'll have to listen to us talk um and you could draft your pattern theoretically just by um watching those videos okay if you or you could as a straight stitch member you can buy the september 2018 zine those are the written instructions for the rhapsody pattern okay if you're a backstitch member you have that zine and then you also have the um the printable pattern as well and right. if you're a zigzag member you actually get the pattern and you you just get it you have it forever right okay so um then if you are not a member of sewhere.com and you just want to make a one-time purchase you can go to sewhere.com slash patterns and you can purchase the rhapsody right How there do you spell patterns mallory p-a-t-t-e-r-n-s good I uh, got kicked out of the spelling bee because I misspelled pattern in fourth grade. She was like eight or something or ten. Yes. It was sad, though. Yes. And, and even more ironic today, right? Yes, yes very. Because, <laughs> you know, we're pattern designers now, Mom. That's right. We are. Once you learn to spell it, then Once we can I move learned, forward. Yeah, that's, right, that's right. That's right. So those are the ways that you can get the Rhapsody uh, pattern. And, um, yeah, I'm very excited that we've gotten that out. Plans for a raglan. And I think, I don't know how we want to do a princess seam, something or other. Right. If we want to do a leotard bodysuit, um, or if we want to do, like, princess seam and raglan or whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, if you want to do a bodysuit, it's very close fitting versus, like, yeah, uh, well, yeah. you know, versus <laughs> the, you know, if it's a princess seam leotard, there's a difference. So plans for all of that uh, are to come. And of course, we've given you these instructions for drafting. You can do this for yourself or for anyone else. Well, right. Yeah. Once you have this pattern, you have the pattern for a t-shirt for your entire family basically. Any, now, it you know. does not go down to a small, small children's size. No, it does um, not. The smallest back is 12 inches, I believe. That's a really good guess. I is think. That, yeah. Right around there, 12 or 13. I know that I was close to the mm -hmm. smallest, um, back but um so you know if you're looking at a toddler you you probably can't do that sure it, but I that's would, all right the toddler will grow pretty soon that's right doesn't take very long and then pretty soon you can use it on them i'd call it like a teen to adult pattern. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah easily absolutely. easily somebody maybe 10 12 years old yep. might might go into it unless you're scrawny <laughs> like um, we have some scrawny people. We got some in our scrawny family. peeps in our family yeah all right so thank you all for listening um we are actually, our Instagram handle has changed. Yes, it, is it has. So here, calm. Not so here.com. It's so here, calm. Just S E W H E R E C O M. That's right. We left the dot out for the Instagram handle. Yes. All right, everybody. Um, find us there. Find us on Facebook, which is also so here.com. And we look forward to hearing from you. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. 
From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh, 